0: Welcome to Being the Duck. I'm your host, Dr. Stacey. Each week, we invite a guest to share with us their experiences of being black in white spaces. Today's topic: fighting back while black. The current nature of racism is really less overt and a little bit more covert. And it is possible that you can oftentimes find yourself asking your own self, "Was that? What was that? Am I? Did I hear what I think I heard? And really trying to make sense of what you are experiencing or seeing or being inflicted upon. And you may not know what to do or where to go or even how to respond. Our guest today is an expert in this and has herself been through this but also has guided others and organizations through this. Attorney Charmaine Clowney has held several executive positions including in the Pennsylvania system of higher ed. She's also worked in the federal contract office of our government along with consulting and performing audits around diversity, inclusion, and equity for organizations across our country. That's her retirement gig, folks. Daughters, please welcome to the podcast our guest daughter and a Lessons from the Elder episode, Attorney Clowney. Hello.
1: Hi, it's nice to be back with you.
0: It's so great to be back, and I should have mentioned that that you are a return guest, that it was so good that we had to come back for a second time.
1: Yeah. And I I must mention that I was also employed um, as an executive, as a chief diversity officer with the um, University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. I didn't want to leave them out.
0: No, we don't want to do that.
1: Yeah. We don't want
0: to do that. Thank you so much for that, for adding that. So I think we should just get right to it. And so I'm wondering if you might be able to start just talking about what is discrimination and what is harassment or bias and how does one know that that's what they're experiencing and are seeing
1: we're talking about being treated differently in terms of hiring in terms of recruiting in terms of just interactions being treated differently because of a basis um, of race gender uh, disability that for somehow other individuals of non-color Or are being given privileges and benefits um, that individuals who happen to be racial minorities or women um, aren't being given and advantages. And this starts, and um, we should talk about this starts from the very beginning. And I'd like to um, talk about some strategies um, that individuals might want to utilize when they're hired and in the workplace all the way through Mm -hmm. leaving the workplace. So that
0: would be great. And I actually have a specific question about this, but I almost feel like if we can just put a pin in that just for a second,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. we should kind of build context for people so they can even understand when it's important to employ your wisdom and the strategies that you're going to share with us. So what would be an example of discrimination or bias um, that you think that someone should be thinking about doing something about?
1: There are all kinds of, they, they, they and many of them aren't blatant. Mm. They're subtle, and that's mm-hmm. what we're finding out. We're finding that perhaps someone isn't making, you're hired, and the person of non-color, a white person, is making more money than you, but yet your mm-hmm. credentials are outstanding and you should have been offered more money because there is a lot that says now that people can talk about salaries. So you're here. Sure. So, but mm-hmm. you can't really prove it. But you know that you're 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 you should have been hired. So mm-hmm. that's an, an example. Another example is just being silenced or demanded mm-hmm. or your work mm-hmm. product isn't um, recognized. You won all these awards, you've written articles and you bring these to the table and it's oh, oh that's nice, Mary. That's nice. Um, that's wonderful. But yet your um, counterparts in similarly situated and that's important positions they they are recognized, are given raises, benefits, speaking engagements, and you're just sort of left there to drift. Mm-hmm. And yet your performance is declining rather than um, going upward, being upwardly mobile but Mm -hmm. these kinds of things um, are not as blatant as we would Mm -hmm. like the N, nobody's being called the N word anymore.
0: Right. Well, and I think that's, that's exactly what I was saying. It's
1: subtle. It's very subtle. I mean, not Mm -hmm. being recognized in meetings or you give an idea or an opinion in a meeting. Oh, that's nice. And then somebody repackages it. And it's, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the most wonderful idea. Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. And given credit for it. So you're, you're diminished. You don't have a networking group. And mm-hmm. so and you leave uh, not feeling sure. valued or mm-hmm. worthy.
0: Can you talk a little bit about the nature of because part of what I oftentimes hear right now is some of the uh particularly in the, in the time when the country is so in its divisive place as it relates to race and racism and critical, uh, critical race theory and all lives matter and all of the things, right, that we are experiencing around uh, white backlash. And even in emails or social media things that could be potentially problematic that people should pay attention to or hit a threshold um, that they should do something about.
1: Um, uh. You mean within the context of the workplace? Yes. Yes, Or, ma'am. Or yes. Um, I really, and I'm going to go, uh, if, if you're getting backlash in the workplace and you're getting colleagues or negatively talking about um, Black Lives Matter, well, those kinds of things don't really belong in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming from another position, meaning you're there to do a job. Do you really need to engage in these kinds of conversations Mm -hmm. unless the company is having affinity groups or purposely having these conversations? And I do believe uh, many progressive companies are engaging in employees and talking about these sort of things and what can we do? But generally speaking, many companies are supportive in terms of throwing money at Black Lives Matter or Mm -hmm. minority events or I call Mm -hmm. them chicken dinners. So for, <laughs> and, But yet, they're not really increasing the number and critical mass of women and minorities, of racial minorities mm-hmm. that need to be at the table according to the census in terms of uh, hiring practices. Or, sure. uh, the numbers are really not there. And so, mm-hmm. are they really serious about this? Having sure. been given money to this and giving money to that. But conversations about Black Lives Matter or any racial issues, I think should come from the company necessarily, Mm -hmm. unless you're talking about these over uh, lunch with certain colleagues. And that can cause problems if you Mm -hmm. don't know those employees because they may have different perspectives. Sure. Uh, Individuals should be there to work. (laughs) Right. Well, and that
0: that makes perfect sense. And I, I also think that what can sometimes happen is that particularly with the pervasive nature of the conversations right now that it becomes water cooler conversation or, um, well, I don't know how many of us are working in the office at this point, but it becomes a water cooler conversation or people want to know what you think about it or you saw something on someone's social media that was potentially offensive. Um, and I don't know if those kinds of things qualify as creating a hostile work environment or not. Oh,
1: oh yes. If, if there are... Uh, <laughs> Emails or uh, most companies have policies preventing that and they train employees during orientation um, sure. and they tell you what harassment means, uh, anything mm-hmm. that's negative uh, toward any race, women and so forth, graffiti, emails and right. going back and forth. You can be even uh, counseled, or you can mm-hmm. even terminated, depending on the gravity um, mm-hmm. and the nature of the situation. But um, you see that mostly in, I'm going to use uh, a blue collar or warehouse situations, the graffiti mm-hmm. and so forth. You're not going to see that. In typically, your, not.
0: Typically, typically not. Typically
1: in your professional or technical mm-hmm. positions. That's what I was saying. It's very subtle in terms of how, how that works. You may have colleagues going out after work, uh, gossiping or neg- mm-hmm. talking negatively against women and minorities. And supervisors having the power to implement it in terms of not giving raises or bonuses mm -hmm, or promotions. That's mm -hmm. where it comes in. And that's why federal contractors are audited by the federal government in terms Mm -hmm. of comparative data to make sure that these things aren't happening. They're not going to do that necessarily in professional they meaning those perpetrators of discrimination and harassment.
0: Sure. So how does one know when it's time to push the button? to do something, to sound the alarm? Like, what's the threshold that something's not right here and I need to do something about it?
1: Well, first of all, before you do something about it, I'm a firm believer in documentation. Um, I believe that every individual, particularly if they are of color, should have a notebook next to their table, a computer that they're writing dates, times of incidents, and having concrete documentation it's not going to be he said she said my boss didn't do that because unless you have the burden of proof in any discrimination (laughs) or harassment case is on the complaining party and so you got to keep your documentation and keep it at home Mm. as well Um, and take that and before it rises to that level start with your supervisor uh, in a discussion and point out your documentation
0: What should be in the documentation, Ms. Sherman?
1: What should be in the documentation? Yes, uh, ma'am. Each and every instance of when an individual felt that they were maybe the boss constantly, and I'm using the boss or the supervisor, um, uses a negative tone with Mm. um, the minority person rather than. So you can say, put it in there on such and such a day. He or she said, uh, called me by a negative name or talked down to me or. Mm-hmm. Um, made me go and get the coffee. You've got to put that in there on such and such sure. a day, where, whereas other um, white individuals were not treated the same. So-and-so witnessed this. Put a name, put a witness. Mm-hmm. Your pure documentation just isn't going to do it. Also, mm-hmm. on such and such a day, I handed in um, a workplace what a memo and it was totally scrutinized. This was this was not um, it was corrected but some of the things were petty and point mm-hmm. that out and point, And then when I confronted my supervisor he or she said I, I wrote my I told them and you know you've, you've got to be detailed the more detail I told them mm-hmm. about the pettiness they agreed so you have an example right there concrete right mm-hmm. there by, you know mm-hmm. it amazes and the date every document that's um, scrutinized and you have written and it or what have you. And it, a lot of people don't have time for that. They don't mm-hmm. have time for that. I know that um, many of my colleagues, when we first started out in the workplace, work it was a lot harder for us than it was for y'all. We kept that.
0: We That's had right. to do it. Right. Uh-huh. And then
1: when we pointed it out, sometimes, and you kept that documentation, dates, very short, but detailed, very mm-hmm. concrete, and witnesses, uh, many times the behavior changed, but many times they retaliated and they got, wor- it got worse. So at the next level should be going to HR with, mm-hmm. with that. Can and I then- stop
0: you just for yeah. a moment? Do you uh-huh.
1: not- Oh, go ahead. Please send up your interview because lawyers can talk, you know that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So one
0: of the things that I oftentimes um, will encourage people to do, and I, I want your opinion about this, is to send an email to the party about the interaction. Just wanna thank you so much for our meeting today. I appreciate your willingness to go over the document with me and my concerns about some of the feedback being unfounded or petty. And I appreciate your taking ownership for that. I look forward to working with you more in the future, later as wonderful colleagues and partners and blah, blah, blah. So that you are sending them something. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that, is goes, that, is that, good that goes. That goes without saying. You're going to document uh-huh. it that way after mm-hmm. the meeting. After sure. the meeting, right? This is to right. confirm. Whereas we discuss, I right. call that further documentation mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. you have that. You should have that initial meeting with your documentation, sure. and that documents also that you talk to them, and that also those documents can be used uh, at an EEOC by the EEOC, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. but what you don't wanna do is if they respond, you don't want to get into a petty email um sure. yep. mm-hmm. going I back agree. because mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. that happen and I've seen mm-hmm. that backfire mm-hmm. on the complainant because sure. typically the employer will say always that person they go back to personality, something that's right. not oh you know, this is an example, this is exactly why um, I did A, B, and C and they didn't get a high performance review. They're disruptive. They're combative. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be very careful with, I call it the email setup. This is a confirmed
0: sure. game
1: and not, not write a lot of them. Okay. I think one is enough and if they refute, if they refute you, let it stand because That's I've right. been in situations mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it was proven that this person was, they were petty and they were, um, you know, uh, combative by the nature of sending me and bombarding me so many emails. I've also seen supervisors say, I I, I don't want any emails. And if you send me an email following up this meeting, that's insubordination.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've seen, yeah, I bet
0: you can see mm-hmm. I've been around. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Are there other things like that, that like that supervisor... Um, saying, I don't want any more emails. And if you send it, there's subordination or other other things, other tricks that you've seen people employ to try to shut down the conversation about discrimination and or harassment?
1: Um, that's probably uh, the biggest one. The next, that's called retaliation.
0: Mm. Um, if you
1: initially approach your boss, your mm-hmm. work starts to be overly scrutinized. You're mm-hmm. given more work than anybody sure. else. Sure, Or mm-hmm you are getting less work mm-hmm. than anybody else so as mm-hmm. to set you up to fail. And before that happens, you got to go to uh, HR with these problems. And it's mm-hmm. and it, and the context of um, George Floyd, Black Lives Matter um, is very good because HR doesn't want the negative publicity. They yeah, don't so want much. EEO. Mm-hmm. Now we've got Biden in office. It's a different tone. So mm-hmm. if you go to HR, generally – go with trying to correct and go with a remedy that you want to be removed mm, or you want really to, or you want to mediate many companies mm-hmm. have mediation where you sit down with this person and you point it out And many but generally speaking do you really want to work for somebody that did that to you right <laughs> really right. Want to, right the best thing to do uh, and i've seen it is to be asked to go to another Another, department uh, until mm -hmm. it stops to start using your networking and your Mm -hmm. LinkedIn. And always, I say, if you're a racial minority, you need to start looking for your job, another job. The day you get there, never give up, never give up, (laughs) never give up your, your always look for the next opportunity um, Mm -hmm. because you never know um, what might happen. You can't assume that you're not going to be, discriminate
0: against can i can i stop you for a second there because i think you said something really really good that i want to highlight for our listeners and you said when you go to hr you need to have a plan Mm -hmm. about what it is that you would like what's going to be the resolution for you what's going to be the remedy and what you need um and and i'm wondering if you could say more about what makes that piece so important
1: it's very important because if you file a complaint external, they're going to ask you for a remedy too. Yes. Otherwise, yes. if you don't go with a plan of action, you don't go with your documentation and your timeline, and mm-hmm. that you have tried to work it out. Don't go sure. just run in HR.
0: Mm-hmm. Then you. Which going- is also very important, so that you yeah. need to prove. That that you're following the chain of command, chain of
1: command, or handbooks, or rules, or sure. whatever mm-hmm. the, the chain, sure. or union facilities. Because then mm-hmm. you're going to be you're going to be looked at as a complainer, sure, or somebody who is just complaining about mm-hmm. the the boss uh, or, or the supervisor or the environment. Um, mm-hmm. and and uh, they uh, HR will ask you what do you want out of this? They will ask mm-hmm. you that. And of they course. will vote. And when you say, I, if you say, I don't want them to know, get this, legally speaking, HR has a duty to tell them. Mm-hmm.
0: I okay. don't care if
1: they agree with, if they tell you, you've come to me, now I've got to do something about it because this is potential legal liability. Be it so what? What, it,
0: what if HR is not a place that you trust? or you believe mm-hmm. has the competency to help manage the situation.
1: Well, then you need to be working for a non company. Actually, no, okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you got to, you should go, then you got to go external A leave, mm-hmm. leave. Mm-hmm. because if you, you can, I found that if you continue to work in an environment uh, where there are discriminatory practices or you being um, treated differently on the basis of race, age, sex, or what have you, it causes medical problems, stress, high blood pressure, wow. mm-hmm. family issues, And then the next level is to go to a state or federal EEO agency that will investigate. But remember, when you do all these things and you're still in the workplace, I have 99% of the time there's going to be retaliation to turn around on you that you're a complainer or a poor employee, bad employee. This is why I suggest um, going to the EEOC's website and looking up or investigating how many complaints have been filed against the company before you
0: hire—that's fantastic. That right there, that's a gangster move. I really, really love that a lot. <laughs> uh, I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, and so that you're going in as an informed consumer,
1: right. knowing
0: that you you could be taking an employment at a place that has a reputation for being racially hostile.
1: Yes, I worked for. A company, I'm not going to name it. None of the companies are organizations that you articulated. And four EEO people left. Four before me. But I was so excited about the nature of the company. The company had all kinds of lawsuits against it. But had a, a name brand, one of these really wonderful companies. I couldn't wait to put it on my resume. Lo and behold, it happened to me. Yes. And before yes. I got, before I was walked out of there, um, I got my next job through a sorority system who yes. told me about it. And here we go with networking and got out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, one of the diversity officers had a heart attack. I found out. On the job, the the person was not only doing diversity work, but Mm -hmm. the person was tasked with doing uh, unemployment compensation, all kinds of other related job duties, Mm -hmm. and they didn't have a staff at all. You're it. Yes, so yes. I won't go stick around and have the next heart attack or be fine.
0: yourself. No, thank you. No, <laughs> ma'am, no, sir. Well, and you know what? I love what you just said because you said, so if you're going to check the EEOC website and I'll find a way to get that to our listeners in the show notes or some other way to to, to help you find that, and you see that there's a practice of discrimination or reports or whatever the case may be, that you beware. That I'll tell you, I'll just be completely transparent, that I went into a situation like that thinking, oh, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, God's got me. Oh, I'll be fine. Well, guess what? I wasn't. <laughs> and I knew. And white people were telling me, oh, know. you know, they, they don't do good had black and brown people over there. When white people are telling you that the organization struggles, you need to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And so I I think that um, it's important. You know, Maya Angelou had the saying, when somebody shows you who they are, you should believe them the first time. And I think when you see a company that's been rattled by discriminatory practices and it's public information on the EEO website, believe them. Yeah. That's who they are. And don't be arrogant enough to believe them. And and yes, you
1: can go in and type EEOC.com and the website will come up. They changed it. So you would have to go granular into the website to find that information. Mm -hmm. Follow me. Uh, You can just go in EEOC.com. Just go on, go online to find that information. And it's Mm -hmm. hidden in some type of link. You can find out about uh, whether that company has, uh, and lit- litigation, and also mm-hmm. you can go uh, the federal government. Um, you can type in all kinds of lawsuits, external lawsuits too. You don't mm-hmm. want to work for a company; something's going on. Ergo, sure. that's why you need agencies such as OFCCP or the mm-hmm. U.S. Department of Labor because those. What did kinds, you
0: just? What was the acronym that you just used?
1: Therefore, ergo, therefore, ego, er, ergo, Latin. I mean, therefore, you need. Um, we need to have those agencies. Um, Going into those companies and what triggers that are a lot of lawsuits, because Mm -hmm. number one, they're getting federal money, millions, Mm -hmm. billions Mm -hmm. of federal Mm -hmm. money. And they are not uh, being um, given that, not given, but uh, those Mm -hmm. contracts Mm -hmm. uh, to discriminate. And under the president administration, they're serious Mm -hmm. about it. They're real serious about it, where under certain others, they weren't. They just let everything Mm -hmm. go.
0: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Well, so you say, okay, get your documentation together. Don't don't be clear about what you're experiencing. And so what that means is that you need to have a structure um, in order to make sure that you made documentation easy for yourself, right? Right that you would try to resolve it with your supervisor. Exactly. And that if that doesn't work, that you would take it to HR. And if that doesn't work, that you take it externally to like an EEOC
1: the EEOC, or, uh-huh. and at some point you may need um, legal counsel. But generally, sure. and let me make mm-hmm. this point clear, when you go to the EEOC, you don't need legal counsel. You uh-huh. don't need legal counsel. They will investigate and they will provide the investigatory um, framework of, uh, or report uh, for an attorney and, and and if it needs to go external. Or sometimes if there's more than one person, they'll take the case and mm-hmm. sue the company for you. But sure. I advise, not if you got to go to the EEOC, unless you really needed food on your table, it's time to leave or ask for transfer to a different department. Sure, sure. Um, Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is there a point that you would move from point A to the EEOC outside of, to go external out of your organization?
1: Um, only it's if it's egregious.
0: Uh, if it's egregious uh-huh.
1: and, but they always give the company a, a chance to settle because the company will come in during the investigation and say, or if a company doesn't have any policies and procedures, and usually those are the smaller companies. Companies say, well, they didn't, they, they never came to me. We could have fixed this in sure. the very, 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 very um, beginning. But if it's uh-huh. so egregious that, some, uh-huh. that they've done something so terribly wrong to you. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and usually I see that within the context of the sexual harassment. Sure. a boss really does something sexually egregious with, with a, an employee, male or female, you can't go back into an environment
0: sure. uh, where, where you it's, it's harming mm-hmm. you in that mm-hmm. regard. Mm-hmm. So
1: we're looking at egregiousness, mm-hmm. egregious harm, um, point A, where you wouldn't go to HR, but you still want to let them know so mm-hmm. that they have a record of it. and And if they don't do something about it, then the damages are higher and higher and higher if they they fail. Yeah.
0: So what should one expect if they went through um, their their supervisor and then moved to HR and then maybe external, what's an expected outcome or a settlement or a resolution? It limited? depends. All of these mm-hmm. are on
1: a case by case basis. Of course. Yeah. And, and each supervisor could virtually say, I didn't know um, I was doing this. I won't do it again. The supervisor could be removed if it's egregious. Mm -hmm. There are various outcomes. It's not one size fits Fits all. Uh, What are are some of the ones that you've seen? Mediating mediation Mm -hmm. with the supervisor. If there's no Mm -hmm. place for you to go, that's what I've seen is mediation. And then I have seen 90% of the time the supervisor retaliating and setting the employee up with other, offering the other employees, if you would be my witness, I'll give you a raise. Behind mm. the scenes, coordinating mm. um, in a not verbal sense, but go go get her. Like a, It's like a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like sure. yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, think of a workplace at times like the Godfather, that those series are the greatest teachers of all times. Um, 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 yeah. They'll send someone after you. Um, I've seen situations when a supervisor retaliates, they may not do it. Um, I've seen situations where all of a sudden the um, employee who files is getting in these all these arguments with white employees and the other ones witness and make things up on them. Saying mm. that they started it or they cursed me out, and all of a sudden, these white employees are complaining against the black employee
0: mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. no reason at
1: all being tacitly promised promotions and raids. Sure, I call it gang. Not gonna, they're not gonna come down on you personally, but they'll send other people mm-hmm. against you, either, either other black folks too. I've seen sure. That too. Uh, well, and
0: that—that's retaliation.
1: It is retaliation. If you can prove mm-hmm. it, all sure. of a sudden, and, and retaliation, I complain. Then all of a sudden, these things started happening mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. ABC, sure. and documenting. But can you really survive in it? Once you lay that down uh, with the supervisor that they are discriminating against you, and you have your proof, they're not. Let's be real; they're not going to like you. Yeah. So the best thing to do is to try to mediate and find yourself another job mm-hmm.
0: because mm-hmm. people
1: don't, and because that's a, a black mark on the supervisor's sure. record. Um,
0: Especially right now, if you're calling somebody racist.
1: Right. Oh, i call it Yeah. You're doing it by documentation, but it's the mm, same thing. Right. It's not, that's it's right. not blatantly calling them that.
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But it certainly is more kind of uh, covert if you yes. will. Yes. Yes. So what do you think? If you, was there anything that you thought I would ask you today that I haven't?
1: Yes. Um, I thought, well, maybe we'll get that to the end. I've got quite a few tips um, that we can talk about that will spur Please. some questions. Um, and you stop me in the middle of it if I'm running my mouth. But the, the thing is, the workplace is very con- competitive. Folks are there. All of them are there waiting, waiting to make it to the top. Many of those folks you deal with are racist. They're sexist. They bring their personal hangups. These are your colleagues. That's right. There are no friends in the workplace. Wow. When you are, especially when you are hired. The only friends you have are people maybe in other departments. Folks must earn your friendship mm. in the workplace. So um, can you say why you
0: say that? Unpack that for us um, a little bit. Let, me unpack, really let
1: me unpack that um, for you. You're, you're hired. You're newbie. I just said that folks want to make it to the top and it comes from conversations. Maybe you reveal something about your personal life. Um, I'm gonna use this example. It doesn't necessarily apply to me. Maybe you reveal that you're gay, right? And then your colleagues know the boss doesn't like gay people <laughs> and you're black. Aha, mm-hmm. then they go, they tell the boss and all of a mm-hmm. sudden, you're, you, you follow me? You see the I paradigm? Do. And the I do, I think what
0: that's what you're talking about.
1: That's why. And if you're black, you're gay, um, and then the the boss may be white or black, and they don't part- they know that, so they set you up. Therefore, mm-hmm. why the heck should you tell them your personal life or get buddy buddy mm-hmm. and and go out with them after work? You have no friends in the workplace because of the very nature of a workplace. Think about mm-hmm. the nature; it's competitive because of
0: the com- the competition,
1: competition, and if, and if you are. The only is one, the loneliest one in an, in a department. <laughs> Excuse me. I I sometimes Love sometimes, it. sometimes I used to, I used to do a um a seminar called "Only is One, the Loneliest One in the Workplace." Sometimes you mm-hmm. have to get a little not use correct grammar to get the point across. You sure. have you have no friends, especially mm-hmm. in a racist environment, and workplaces are unless they have a critical mass uh, or, or a mass of racial minorities at the top, they are inherently racist. That's right. They are inherently racist mm-hmm. Unless, mm-hmm. You see your, unless you see yourself in numerous management positions. Therefore, you have no real friends, even black friends. And I know that's harsh for me to say. Uh, in the workplace. A little bit. Get your, get your friends outside of the workplace mm-hmm. through networking groups, um, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, and, and just, you have to be very, very, I'm not trying to create paranoia, but get your friends outside of the workplace. You're there mm-hmm. to work and do a good job. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, and, and the so many- I
0: think that that's healthy culture paranoia at its best there. Mm-hmm. And I think what's interesting about that too, um, Charmaine is this, that, uh, Gallup, the big researcher, Gallup has an em- employee engagement survey where they um, use employee engagement uh, data to help make predictions about success and productivity of the organization. One of the questions on the survey is, I have a best friend at work. And every time I've seen these data presented, and they are Black and brown people in the room, they lose their mind. Like, (laughs) what? Right. Right. And so I think that that is something that is unique to us and i and i and I also think if I might add here that it's important to figure out the balance between what you just shared and knowing that along with feeling like you need to work, network in your office place, that you may need to go out for drinks, that you may need to go to that lunch or that dinner because there are things that are being shared at those opportunities oh, yeah. that will impact your trajectory. And so that is a really- Those, delicate are, two, those are
1: two different things. You, you go to those workplace, you going to- Look the part. You're gonna talk and go ha 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 whatever, and and <laughs> give to get. They may give you a, a little bone of some information, mm-hmm. and you try to give them a little crumb okay. of, yeah. of, of, of information. But you got mm-hmm. to, you should go to those, but you got to be careful about what you say, how mm-hmm. you look. Don't mm-hmm. drink too much because that's gonna cause mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sort of drunk at the workplace. Um, mm-hmm. um, and go, those are opportunities and, sure. and events, of course, because then you will be guessed as not being a team player. That's right. Right. Um, or, but those, your or good, but those aren't your good buddies. That's a, right. that's just an after workplace, mm-hmm. um, event. And also, mm-hmm. uh, as a lawyer and me, be careful in those because I've seen discrimination, uh, complaints mm-hmm. come from those events. Sure. Anytime you go to a workplace event or socialize, it's an extension of the workplace,
0: it is. It absolutely it is. is. And that's a that,
1: let, let me let me also do this. Um, in terms of friends, um, if you are in management and you have another person of color who is your friend, that's that can be okay and they've proven their worth. I worked with a a woman, we she was my boss, and we were both in management. We had to cover each other, we worked That's like right. a team. In fact, she and I have a business now together, and sure. we it <laughs> Um, uh, workplaces, but there were times when her people were trying to set her up. Mm-hmm. I had her back and I covered her. And I was her witness. Folks didn't like it. And they tried to break us up. They tried I'm sure to break they did. us up. That's you great. sent me to another the first place for six months because was something wrong with two black women rolling sure. and helping each mm-hmm. other. But if you, you find you that,
0: yeah,
1: you find yeah. that mm-hmm. especially in a Yeah, I've
0: had that experience more than once. Yeah. So what's your next strategy?
1: Um, uh, don't, uh, they're very, uh, don't ever talk badly about your boss or anyone in the workplace. It will get back to them. Don't mm-hmm. reveal your personal life. Come in early and leave late. Don't slack. Mm-hmm. You're always on probation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that hit you? Does that yeah, hit you? it's good. You're always on probation. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't, but in meetings, don't brag or be a know-it-all. Listen and compliment others for their ideas. You mm-hmm. may win over because you got the, um, give to give to um, get. I call sometimes people in meetings, meetings sometimes can be gangs, like gang mentality, boys versus Mm -hmm. girls, blacks versus Mm -hmm. whites. And I noticed that in some meetings where a man would say something and it was wrong and his colleague would say what he meant to say was Mm -hmm. so-and-so-and-so, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. notice that. And if that's occurring, document it, or there's nothing really you can do, but do the same thing for another black person or person of color, help them out in meetings Don't leave them hanging. Try to help them out. Mm -hmm. Um, Know who has power in a company and how they got Mm -hmm. you. You may want to enter. enter, Know who has the power, the real power, not the perceived
0: power. Yes, not not the positional power.
1: Not the positional power. I had a Mm -hmm. wonderful white male um, uh, boss. He was the president of the university. I knew that when folks started picking on me, I just got to know him could go in there and talk to him and he'd fix sure. it. He would fix sure. it. He's retired wow. now, but he mm-hmm. would he would um and I'll give you a, a little story on that. Um and he's This is years ago, you don't even know who it is. But um I handed in uh, an investigative report. You're protecting
0: the innocent Yeah, and the Yeah,
1: yeah. His secretaries thought that they knew more than I did, his, his mm. executive assistant, took my mm. report and tried to find all kind of grammatical errors in it, and there were none, and then gave it to him and said, look at Charmaine, she might be a lawyer, but we corrected, and none of them were, they were petty. He took them in his office and told them, made them write me an apology, and said, yeah. that doesn't go through, don't ever do that again. I mean and he was he was very good to me I knew that I could go in there and be my authentic self and say mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that I couldn't say but that sure, relationship took I saved his butt many times it was give mm-hmm. and take so sure. um, he had the real power no matter who did what on that campus he, he had real power and he was very easy going mm. mm-hmm. yeah
0: wow
1: um, write articles and journals. Uh, make sure you get your work out there, even if it's external. Speaking mm-hmm. engagement. There are ways around um, making yourself known in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, and I, I, I'll go back to something you said. Emails, um, don't get too conversation. What you put in an email can be held against you. Mm-hmm. Jokes, racist jokes, don't get caught up into that, mm-hmm. or, or saying things, or also, having a paramour in the workplace, never, never, ever. Um, I just don't believe in dating people that you work with. We can, get, we can go there. And if you do. What if you're married to the Michelin man? You know, a lot of companies have um, policies against being married unless you knew them before. And they move the people, they move them. They move them, they move them to other departments. Universities mm-hmm. are notorious for moving Absolutely. people who are mm-hmm. married. Because what happens sometimes if you're dating somebody, and y'all break up, that person can retaliate and get you into a sexual harassment complaint where none exists. Mm -hmm. Make it up on you. Make it up. I've seen that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a very famous one at the University of Wisconsin. I wasn't there. Uh, Madison, not Milwaukee, um, where the person dated a, a person and it just... It was all written up in the Chronicle of Higher Education, but I just—if you want to do that—I think it's a risk. That's just Charmaine. Talking. That's my main talking. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, again, network, network, network. network. My, and mm-hmm. and LinkedIn is very good. I didn't—I'm I'm not on there because I mean, I, I, my daughter has five thousand, um mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. She um, works for a big law firm, and she interviews as you're doing different lawyers every week to talk about their stories and how they did. She turned LinkedIn into um, something that she could utilize and that would benefit the workplace.
0: Wow. It's That's very, awesome.
1: Yeah. isn't that awesome. Um, again, um, uh, to reiterate, you can, discrimination does occur. Assume it will. Assume. Mm. I hate to say this. Um, and the history, really you're working for somebody else, and many of people in, in my age group now realize they had to start their own companies because they could mm-hmm. not deal with the tech. It, you're going to find it. I'm not being paranoid. It's there. It's inherent. Yeah. Deal yeah, with
0: it. it
1: unless you start your own business or go in it, then I'm going to learn everything I can learn and start my own business or go to a company or have a boss like that boss I had. That's just very, 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 very open. Um, keep your files at home, at home, at home. And people do monitor emails. Those companies do look at those. They have one company I work with had just a special unit that would look at everybody's email, if that 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 was up on the radar. And they didn't even tell the employees. That's horrible. About it. That is uh-huh. And this particular company also, if you got an, an email and you looked up, say your shopping site a big Mm -hmm. X would come out on on your computer and you are in an unauthorized website and then you were under the radar for everything you did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah. uh, Again, document, document, document. And if you've had enough in a workplace, it's time to go. However, let me balance that. There are some wonderful workplaces out there. Great places, particularly since those of us have had to Strive and, and and fight against discrimination. There are some really good workplaces. But I say that if a workplace or an organization doesn't have a critical mass of African-American or racial minority managers, what's wrong with that workplace?
0: That's right.
1: Or That's That's CFOs or CEOs or a succession huh. planning that doesn't or everybody's on the supervisory level and they can't break that mm-hmm. higher level management sure. Why? Mm -hmm. That means same thing going to happen to you. You're going to just work and work and work and work. So again, Mm -hmm. do your homework about an organization. We talked about that. Anything else you want to ask me? So those are my my, um, strategies, (laughs) some of the strategies. that. mm -hmm.
0: So, you know, I ask everybody the same question, the last question, typically. And you've answered it before, but it was in reference to a different conversation. And so I'm wondering what are your thoughts about what white people can do to help their companies was one thing that they can do to help their companies avoid this type of harassment and discrimination and bias in its workplace and workforce.
1: First of all, they're not going to do anything unless they know about it.
0: Right. right? So Mm -hmm. you've got
1: to join those organizations um, that can make a difference and can advocate the sherms or the so forth, but they can act mm-hmm. as your, your ally or sure. can, specifically in the case with blatantly your colleagues see this happening to you all day long. They can mm-hmm. be a witness. Can I use right. you as a witness to this, this, right. have you? but right. they, they can be your advocate advocates internally and through external organizations um, right. who will, say this company needs to hire more people of color this company needs externally through organization but your great can be your greatest allies to um also if, if you bef- help you out with, with project not help that's a that's a wrong term but um to just be open and um, aware and advocate when they see things that are wrong and if they don't they're enabling
0: the situation
1: sure. um, to to occur. And I think the more we see people in um, my daughter's 20s and 30s who have actually gone to school with white, aware and woke white folks, hopefully these things are going to change. You bet. But then you see people who are being (laughs) re-indoctrinated that uh, I don't know what's happening to our culture, but I'm seeing that we're having to fight the same battles. Mm-hmm. Open but that that's my advice it can be your greatest ally if you have trust and that's the key words trust mm-hmm.
0: uh-huh. trust well okay. thank you so much for sharing your wisdom so effortlessly with us that um that I appreciate you being a part of our community and really allowing um, us to pick your brain again to help us you know my desire has always been to not just talk about the problems, but to help people with strategies to really be able to thrive and disrupt their environments in ways that are not working for them. And so I think that that's exactly what you've done today. So thank you again.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, you take care.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. Enjoy the rest of the summer.
0: This episode was edited by Nikki Anderson. Special thanks to our interns, Amanda Gillette, and other contributors. Our music is provided by Jaffa. Being the Dot is sponsored by David's Delicious Delights.com. David's Delicious Delights.com. custom made, personalized cakes, pies, cookies, and pastries made with a dash of Southern flair. Visit David's Delicious and use the coupon code being the dot for 20% off orders of $34.99 or more. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.